0: Welcome back to Musings of an Extrovert. If uh, you've been listening thus far, you've heard everything from my love for music, my deep existential thinking about sounds, to my love of Virginia Beach and all the different eats that are available in Virginia Beach. Um, And if you've listened through all of that and you've come back to hear me again, I say thanks. Thank you. I I think that that means that you're engaged and I'm doing my job. I'm keeping you engaged. And if I'm not, if you're just coming back for pity, thank you for that too. I I appreciate that actually. Um, But hopefully I can get you engaged with this topic today. So today it's going to be something that I'll probably dive into a little bit more in the future, but I'm going to dive into it just a little bit today. Um, I want to talk about... Philosophy. No, I'm not going to talk about Socrates or Plato or Aristotle. Um, I'm actually going to talk about a philosophy for a digital age. Um, I think there's a really strong need for this today. You you think about philosophy and you think about uh, how you ingest the world essentially you think about how you think about the world how the logic works you think about what the human mind is about and why we exist you have all these existential things that you think about that are like they're just so high up they're so lofty that they you know they're important but you don't necessarily think too deeply into them because sometimes they're really, really difficult things to think about. Um, And I wanted to talk a little bit about a philosophy for a digital age um, and particularly a biblical philosophy for a digital world um, and a digital age. In the past, uh, we didn't have computers. Uh, in the time of Martin Luther, in the time of uh, the Reformers, in the time of before 1900s, there were no computers. Um, And really, up until the late 1900s, until the late 1990s even, uh, computers as we know it and as how integrated they are, the computer that I'm recording this podcast on this laptop that is so thin computers like this weren't even around they weren't like this um and the computer that you're probably listening to this podcast on namely your cell phone that wasn't even around before the 1990s i mean like you think about how the iphone came about and revolutionized uh, the cell phone and the, the smartphone specifically. Um, and then you think about all the smartphones that came after that. Now we're at a time where we have phones that are folding, where screens are folding. Uh, and in the past, we didn't have screens that, f- that folded. We had phones that folded for sure. And those were awesome. If you had a Motorola Razr, uh props to you, because you were probably the coolest kid on the block. Uh, I remember seeing Motorola razors and wishing I had one. I think I had one at 1.2, but it wasn't like my main phone. Um, it was just a hand-me-down phone that I got from someone else. Uh, but they were just such cool phones because they were the first selfie phone. If you don't remember this, uh, you you probably didn't actually try to use your your razor. It was the first selfie phone. You could look at yourself in the screen on the front and take a selfie. It was in black and white, but it was still a selfie. Uh, and when you opened up the phone, you could actually see yourself in it. I don't remember if it like reversed the image in order to make it, um, you know, face correctly when you, the way that normal selfies do now on our phones, but, uh, it was a thing. And, you know, that was when I was real, really young. Um, I was probably in my early, early teens, maybe like 11 or 12. Um, I had, or pre-teens, I guess is what that's called. Um, but yeah, the cell phones weren't even around until that time. And so as we know, it weren't even around until that time. And even at, at that time in 2008, when the iPhone really like took off, um, like phones like that weren't, weren't the mainstream. Um, now they, I mean, a screen, just a singular screen, that you touch and you can do a million different things on that is the norm and i I wanted to talk about again, not just about cell phones or about technology, but about a philosophy for digital age. So most of us don't think about like a philosophy on what we use, why we use cell phones, why we use computers uh, we we know that they're helpful, we know that they Uh, help us achieve a certain goal. Um, If you work, I mean, like my work, particularly, is primarily done on a laptop, you know, so I am using technology daily. And, you know, in a very high level, you could say my philosophy of work and philosophy of technology is to use those technologies to achieve the good that I'm trying to get after. Um, namely do the work for my organization with a cell phone you know you could have a philosophy that this is a communication device for the purpose of being connected with those that you want to be connected with Um, but that's such a high level thought and I want us to dig a little bit deeper into thinking about our philosophy of the digital world and think biblically uh, about technology and about it being present in your life. You know, when we when we converse with people, uh, and I'll, I'll say social media, we'll, we'll just take that. Um, this isn't going to be a full philosophy of uh, the digital age because I think that that takes a lot of different things to flesh out, uh, which, you know, I am... Thinking through myself as well, I had this conversation with a couple other people and I was talking about how in the past, the philosophies and, and the the teachings that Christians had to, had to teach in the midst of a generation and a people that are falling away from God, these were things that still ring true today, but they didn't have the issue and the influx of digital technology. um, And all of these digital technologies that make sin ever more accessible. Um, And so we need a philosophy of the digital and the digital world. And I think it's important for people who are planning on being parents, uh, people who plan on teaching, Uh, and if you don't think that you're going to be teaching someday, um, then you are probably not thinking about all the people that you come into contact with. You will teach someone something someday. Um, and in a lot of ways, some of that will be when you're training someone at work. Um, and much of our work today is again, done on a computer. So you're going to need to have some sort of basis on why you use it what you use it for, how you are going to use it, what boundaries you need for it. Um, And if you want to think about it biblically, you have to think about how does this glorify God, what you're doing with the technology. So as a basis with social media, um, I'll talk about this. With social media, the concept in the world is social media is so many different things, Um, but in a basic Way it is a connection of people, it's just a connection of people in a digital platform. And when you connect those people on that digital platform, you are able to do a number of things. So, you know, for instance, on Instagram, you can post pictures with these captions, like you post a picture of your coffee cup and you say a verse that you love Uh, you post a picture of the sea and then you give this inspirational quote from someone that no one knows about Uh, you can post a picture of your cat if you like cats i don't know why you would do that but you can also post pictures of your dogs and dogs you should always post pictures of Um, when you post on instagram you're posting pictures you're trying to portray some sort of image Um, and you have people follow you and you follow people because you may know them or because they may have some sort of influence. And so you use those things to try to connect in this manner. Um, I will say, I think Instagram is a very superficial manner of connecting. Um, I think that, and I think a lot of social medias are actually very superficial manners of connecting. Um, But they can definitely, definitely have genuineness to them. Uh, So I don't discount that. Um, But I think when we're talking about digital, where there is no actual physical connection to those that you are connecting with, no uh, presence with those who you are connecting with, there will always be some sort of superficial nature to it. Um, And so... Yeah, that's what I I would say about Instagram. But as a whole, social medias are a connection of people in a digital platform. And if it's a connection of people, then there are relationships that are to be formed. There are relationships that are to be tended to. And there are relationships that are put at risk. And so you have to think about it as an extension of your relationships outside of just a digital place to put any of your thoughts and that's where i think a lot of issues start arising is that some people don't think about it in this manner they don't think about the their actions on their social medias they don't think about the kinds of messages they portray the kinds of things that they're saying um they just use it as this place this billboard for themselves and that's a actually a a way that it can be used and so there's so many things that you can do on social medias. How do you make sense of it all? That is, that is a very hard question to answer. And that's why I think a philosophy of, uh, of the digital age is so important. You have to have a view of why you're going to use these things. And just saying, like, this is why I'm going to use it, I don't know if that, that's enough necessarily necessarily. I think there has to be a structured manner to approach it. I think you have to take it and say, hmm, I'm going to use this in this way and I'm going to set parameters and boundaries and things for me to use this this way so that way I can then have it in its place in my life but not have all of my life. Um, I'll share this anecdote that when the pandemic hit um, that was such a hard time for so many people and you know we have a lot of data coming out now that social media exacerbated a lot of the pains that people felt a lot of the loneliness that people felt they were feeling it through these social media platforms social media platforms like meta like facebook you know they'll they'll put out that you know people are more connected than ever you know we connect the world in, and I, I'd say there's a measure of, of good and truth to that but here you have a, a whole generation of, of people who are growing up with social media as a main part of their life and studies are coming out again and again and again that suicide rates are going up that these depression rates are going up that so many things and they're directly linked to social media why well, I think it's because we we as a generation, at least uh millennials and the parents of millennials specifically, we we weren't ready. We were not ready for social media to come on the scene. And when it did come on the scene, we didn't know quite how to approach it. We didn't set boundaries for ourselves. You know, I'm not a, am not that old. I'm not a parent of a millennial. I'm barely even a millennial. Um but i i can see a lot of these things and you know i i see that even my own parents parents of friends they were not ready for social media and you know i think it's such a necessary thing to think strongly why do i use this what is the usage of this is it a connection platform is it a billboard platform is it going to be where you conduct business you know, and there's nothing inherently wrong with having any of those things be the primary reason. You just have to know it. You just have to know why you're going to use it. Put it in its place and use it, use it wisely. Um, I think anything taken in haste, if you just dive right in, you're going to throw yourself into fire. Really take time. Think and actually have some time set aside to say, hey, I'm going to use this for this. I am not going to use it for this. you know. And I think that that will help you begin to have a philosophy on your digital world. Um, I think there's so much more that would go into a philosophy of, of a, digital, um, a digital philosophy, and especially a biblical, biblical digital philosophy. Um, and I'm not going to take up too much more time Uh, Jumping into it in this particular podcast, but I wanted to wet the palate. I want you to think about it. Have you ever thought about uh, a philosophy of digital world? Um, You know, and if you have a better way of calling it than uh, philosophy of digital world, feel free to tell me. Feel free to say, "Hey, your uh, your name for it sounds so dumb." Um, I'm okay with that. I, uh, yeah, think about it. Leave some comments, leave some reviews, uh, go to com and, uh, buy some merch. Um, and join me next week, every week, Friday at four I'll be posting, I'll be getting a, a new podcast live. So if you want to join, if you want to tell your friends to join pretty soon, I'll be getting on, uh, YouTube and I'm very excited for that. Uh, so you can listen on YouTube as well if that's a place that you like to listen to and yeah like and subscribe i'm your host darvin Muentes, and this is musings of an extrovert thanks have a good night